And suddenly, a great tempest arose on the sea, so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him. Lord, save us. We perish. Why are you fearful? Oh, you of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds of the sea. And there was a great calm. So the men marveled. Who can this be that even the winds of the sea obey him? gentlemen good evening good morning good afternoon wherever you're at in the world because listen we do have multiple timelines time we definitely have different time zones so everybody's gonna have a different greeting so where i'm at is a good morning wherever you may be at on the other side of the world it might be a good evening so again good evening good morning and good afternoon i am jason your co-host with god and jesus christ at my side because they are the host they are the ones with the most they are in the captain's chair they are at the wheel, at the helm. Therefore, they are steering the ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you here at His Heart Line. Welcome to 400, episode 478, where we are going to be reading the book of Genesis, chapter 15. Have a little bit of a commentary on it, and plus a couple other little topics of discussion. So it is March, March 11th, 2023. And yes, it is Saturday. Happy Saturday to all. I know I did say yesterday that I would not be doing a podcast on Saturday, but as I wait for my wife to get ready, I figured, you know what, I had a little extra time because we do have a Michigan General Jural Assembly meeting. So um, that's going to be taking place today. Um, got a couple hour drive, at least an hour and a half, at least if I checked my, I just did a little Google maps. So I don't have to quite leave as early as I thought I had to, but, uh, but anyway, so here I am. So I figured, you know what, I'm going to get a Bible podcast, uh, you know, 
under the book, you know, under the belt today. So I figure here we are. So, but you know, without further ado, you know how I roll. I always like to kind of start off my morning and start off one of these shows every once in a while with my uh, awesome dad jokes. So let's go to uh, let's go to the Logan Isle real quick. A little TikTok, uh, or as they call it, Doc Talk. We'll do a couple dad jokes and then we'll get right into the reading. Let's get into a little humor for uh, starting off our day. I flew all the way to Turkey just for a hair transplant. Turkish Airlines, more like Turkish hairlines. Even if I were to go bald, I wouldn't give up my comb. I just can't part with it. Yeah, that was a dumb joke. Last night, my wife put on a new dress and asked me to zip it. I don't know what I did wrong. I didn't say anything. I lost my wife's audiobook. Now I'll never hear the end of it. <laughs> Last night, you don't need a parachute to go skydiving. But you do need a parachute if you're going to go skydiving twice. This is true. I threw a boomerang a couple years ago. I now live in constant fear. <laughs> Which celebrity is always ready for cereal? Reese. With her spoon. So stupid. I've been starting to write my name in cursive. It's now my signature move. <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, there's a reason, guys, though, they're called dad jokes. OK, I didn't say they were always going to be good. Uh, let me see. Let me look at the chat board here. See, Chris in Michigan says, good morning. Hey, good morning, my man. Good morning, Chris. I hope you're doing well. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, but yeah, like I said, the dad jokes, they're, they're like I said, I didn't say all of them were going to be funny. Some of them are good. That first one I played about the uh, Turkish Airlines, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, that one went straight over my head. I don't. I really just don't understand what that joke was all about, but whatever. So let's let's get into the Bible reading, though, shall we? Because that's what we're you know that's what we're here to do. We're not here to listen to terrible B-rated dad jokes. All right, so Genesis 15. We're again reading out of the New King James Version today. And remember, I, I do feel like I got to put this out there every so often. Remember, guys, I am not a biblical scholar. I'm not a priest. I'm not a uh, you know ordained minister or a deacon or a pastor or anything like that. I'm just a guy. I'm a truck driver. Okay, I love my profession. I do. I love doing what I do. A lot of days, sometimes uh, there are days where I absolutely hate it. Um, but you know, I got a, a long. You know, I got some family members that are, are truck drivers. So all that said, just remember, I'm not a pro here. All right, I'm, I'm a man who is just seeking out God and trying to invite Christ daily in my heart. Uh, just trying to make heads or tails of the Bible, trying to understand it, trying to let it, uh, you know, and try to also, the biggest thing is try to apply what we learn here. So I just want, I feel like I got to put that out every once in a while. And also just remember, you know, I am also not a, uh, I'm also not a guy who is an investment advisor. I'm not a doctor. I don't wear a white coat. Yes, we talk about health and wellness stuff over here and what supplements work and different like homeopathic remedies. But just remember, I, I'm, I'm just a truck driver and I don't say just a truck driver to diminish it. I love what I do. My dad was a truck driver and retired from it. My grandfather was a, a truck driver. My uncle is still a truck driver. He's been driving since the uh, late eighties. I mean, you know, he was telling me, he goes, you know, nephew, he goes, you know what I miss? He goes, I miss back in the day when truck drivers actually used to look like pro, you know, professionals, you know, truck drivers once upon a time and you still see them. They're a rare breed. But, you know, truck drivers once upon a time were highly revered, you know, um, 
people in the in the in that in that profession because you know they wore their jeans that fit and they wore cowboy boots right they they had their shirts tucked in they had nice looking belts they were outfitted with nice belt buckles they had their hair done proper they they were well groomed well dressed they just they looked like everything that you would see in Smokey and the Bandit you know uh what a truck driver would you know look like back in the day but nowadays it's like you go over the you know you go over the road and I've only done over the road trucking for one year and man you see some of these slobs in and out of these truck stops wearing you know uh sweatpants and flip-flops with socks on and they got t-shirts with like stains on their shirts and they got hair all messed up stinking like they haven't showered for like two days three days you know talking mumbling like you can't even understand what they're saying because it's like are you even talking in the english language like you don't sound intelligent and you make us you know men and women out here that are actually pros you you make us look like crap so i hate to see how you actually drive down the highway um chris in michigan was right here saying 12 years and love uh 12 years of loving and hating it yep i it's a love hate relationship um it, you know it really it really it really is um but anyways i do love it and there are days that i hate it <laughs> and the days that i hate it is when i get huge delays and the truck breaks down uh, I tell you, that sucks. I'll have to post a video, guys. You'll love this. So when I was in El Paso back in 2020 doing uh, line haul transfers for fuel, we were taking, uh, uh, we call it base 82. It's basically gas with no ethanol in it. We, we took base 82 gasoline from the El Paso refinery up to Albuquerque. It was a 501 mile trip, you know, round trip. And uh, I broke down exactly in the middle of the desert, like exactly in the middle of my route. And I had ran out of water. I'd ran out of coffee. It was like 105 degrees that day. And I had to wait like four hours for somebody to come and bring me a new tractor because I couldn't fix it. Um, and yeah, it was it was something else. But I took a video and I made it into a movie trailer. I should post that on Telegram, True Social, and Cloud Hub. You guys get a, a kick out of it. You know me. I always try to take every situation and I try to make like a little... I try to make a little humor out of it. So, but anyways, but I'll find, I'll find it and I'll post it. You guys will get a kick out of it. So, okay, let's get right into the reading. I've, I've babbled on long enough about useless crap that you guys probably don't care about. So again, new King James version Bible. If you've been listening here long enough, you, you will know that I'm a new American Bible revised edition uh, fanatic. The reason that is, is because it has the seven additional apocrypha books in there beyond the 66 books that are all in all the other Bibles. Um, I do like reading the other seven books that aren't in most Bibles, just because there is really good information in there, um, really good stuff. But I have been enjoying the New King James Version. I'll, I'll be very clear with and frank with you guys. I'm liking New King James Version. So let's read out of that today. We're going to be talking about God's covenant with Abram, and it starts, again, chapter 15, Genesis. <clears throat> After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. But Abram said, Lord God, what will you give me, seeing I go childless, and the heir of my house is Eliza of Damascus? Then Abram said, Look, you have given me no offspring. Indeed, one born in my house is my heir. 
And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, This one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward heaven and count the stars, if you are able to number them. And he said, and, and he said to him, So shall your descendants be. And he believed in the Lord, and he accounted it to him for righteousness. Excuse me, i got to clear my throat. My apologies. Then he said to him, I am the Lord who brought you out of your, uh, out of your, of the Chaldeans and to give you this land, to inherit it. And he said, and he said, Lord God, how shall I know that I will inherit it? So he said to him, bring me a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old female goat, three-year-old ram, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. Then he brought all these to him and cut them in two down the middle and placed each piece opposite the other. But he did not cut the birds in two. And when the vultures came down on the carcasses, Abram drove them away. Now, when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram and behold, horror and great darkness fell upon him. Then he said to Abram, Know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs and will serve them and they will afflict them 400 years. And also the nation whom they serve, I will judge and afterward they shall come out with great possessions. Now as for you, you shall go to your fathers in peace. You shall be buried at a good old age. But in the fourth generation, they shall return here, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet complete. And it came to pass, when the sun went down and it was dark, that behold, there appeared a smoking oven and a burning torch that passed between those pieces. On the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, To your descendants I have given this land, from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates, the Kenites, the Kezanites, the Cadmonites, the Hittites, or the Hittites, the Perizzites, and the Rephaim, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the, Gerga, uh, the Gergashites, and the Jubasites. Uh, mm, and that is the reading of chapter 15, verses 1 through 21. Forgive me again for the uh, pronunciation uh, errors, if any. Um, again, I have not had a chance to look at the, uh, what do you want to call it? Oscar shared it with me yesterday, the concordance. Because um, like I said, I wasn't going to be doing a version, uh, doing a Bible reading today, but because I'm just still waiting for my wife. And like I said, I thought I had a two hour drive, but it's only about hour and 23 minutes. So that's all right. So, okay. What did we read, ladies and gentlemen? What did we read, huh? Let's take a look here. Let's take a look. Um, if I can only find what I'm looking for here. Okay, here we go. All right, that's what I'm looking for. So remember, guys, uh, whenever I do these summary readings, I always go to BibleRef.com. What an awesome resource that is. Um, consider going over there. It's a great ministry. Maybe donate to them. I'm not affiliated with them at all. I actually just so happen to find this website. Um, I love this because they have different versions of the Bible that you can read from and then their own summaries. Now, there's not a summary for everything yet because they're still working on it. But yeah, it's a really great resource. I really enjoy it. Um, okay. So 
Genesis 15 consists entirely of an extended encounter between the Lord and Abram, uh, the man who will later be renamed Abraham. Now, this concludes with the formal establishment of God's covenant, uh, which is a promise to Abram. And that promise was to give him and his descendants the land of Canaan. So the chapter begins with the word of the Lord coming from uh, coming to Abram in a vision. Now, this arrives with reassurance to Abram about God's continued commitment to him. Don't be afraid. I am your shield. Your reward will be great, Abram. Though, takes the opportunity of this visitation from the Lord to ask some hard questions, and he is curious about God's repeated promises to him. Now, first addressing the promise that God will make of him a great nation, Abram respectfully points out that his current heir is a servant not a son. He has no children. And at this point, Abram is well over 75 years old. And God's response to show Abram the stars using this as an analogy, God repeats his promise that Abram's descendants will be so numerous as to be uncountable. And so Abram believes God. This statement from Genesis 15 verse 6 is one of the key verses in all the Bible. Abram's belief in God is credited to him as righteousness. And in the New Testament, both Paul and James quote this verse. Actually, in Romans chapter 4, verse 3, you'll see him quote this verse in Galatians chapter 3, verse 6, and James chapter 2, verse 23. That's pretty profound. Making it a cornerstone of the Christian teaching that God's accept, uh, acceptance of us comes by his grace and through all our faith. Now, even though Abram has faith, he respectfully asks one more question of the Lord. And in response to God's repeated promise to give him the land of Canaan, how am I, and this is the question, how am I to know? Question mark. End quote. God doesn't reject Abram's request for reassurance. Instead, he instructs Abram to gather five specific animals, to cut some in half and to arrange them in a specific way. Now, this begins a covenant ritual between God and Abram that is mon, uh, momentarily interrupted by birds of praying of, of, of prey trying to eat the remains of Abram's slaughtered animals. Now, before God completes the ritual, he causes a deep sleep to fall on Abram and reveals to Abram a prophecy about the future of his descendants. And they will live as captives for 400 years in another country serving that nation. Now, when the time comes, they will be released with abundant possessions in return to execute God's judgment on the Amorites and other inhabitants of the land of Canaan. And Abram learns that he will live, live to a good old age, but that he will not live to see troubling events of this prophecy. Now, finally, God completes the covenant ritual in a dramatic fashion. And Abram witnesses a smoke and fire pot and a flaming torch pass through the piece of the animals, a sight that he would likely long remember as evidence of God's covenant promises. God completes the covenant by describing both the southern and northern borders of the promised lands, as well as identifying the peoples who would have previously occupied the various regions of the land when Abram's descendants would receive it as their own. What a great reading. What a great reading. I tell you, it almost kind of seems like you know, 
what I've read here almost again, like many other places in the Bible, it just seems like we are kind of seeing a repeat and replay of events in today's world here in America. Let me look at the chat real quick. Uh, let's see. Oscar says, good morning. Safe travels for all those traveling to private business. Absolutely. Thank you. Good morning, Oscar. Good morning, Destry. Patriot Beagle. Glad to see all you guys here. I set a timer for myself, so I got about roughly 11 minutes, 39 seconds here before I have to make sure I do a closeout here. Uh, if it goes over a day, uh, a time or two, whatever. Um, not a big deal because, like I said, I'll be able to make it. Um, so on a whole other note, guys, so this is completely now we're getting into like the plus plus part of the conversation. This is completely separate aside from Genesis now. Um, so yesterday I was on the show with Kirk's, uh, Kirk Pendergrass on Kirk's law corner was on there for a little over two hours. What a great show. Wow. So we're thinking about doing that maybe once a month. Um, seemed like a lot of people in his chat. I had some of my people, I noticed some names in his chat. Um, and a lot of people both on, uh, the, you know, that are regular listeners over here at his hard line and a lot of his regular listeners, it looked like everybody was playing nice. And, um, you know, it was a very good conversation and, and people really, uh, actually received it really well. I mean, we had a really great, I think it was a really great conversation. I mean, when, when me and Kurt talked privately on the phone the other day, we talked for about an hour and 20 minutes. What a great conversation. Him and I hit it off. I mean, he's such an awesome spirit. He knows a lot of stuff. He's just like Destry. He's just like Paul. Um, and just like, you know, many others that are elders in the assembly, they're just good people. By the way, no, Kirk's not an elder in the assembly. He just recently got started. But, you know, what I'm saying is he, these men and women have a really unique sets of uh, information and knowledge and wisdom. And it is really, really good to be having these people around us. Um, you know, because again, iron sharpens iron and everybody knows something and has a knowledge and a skill set that they can teach other people. And like, well, and, and this is, I want, I want to repeat what Destry just wrote here in the chat board, because I believe it is very well worth repeating back to God's covenant, right? He said, God is centered in the covenant. And that is what we base our JCO. Again, a JCO in our assembly, it's called the Jural Covenant of Office meaning we have to make sure that God is centered in that, you know, that, 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 that covenant there, because God is centered in everything. This is why I keep talking about in your marriage and with your spouse and in your life, God has to be centered in everything, including this covenant. Um, but yeah, so we're going to end up having another show. I think we're thinking about doing a show once a month. Cause I told him, I said, as I get closer into spring, I'll be working more Saturdays, unfortunately, because the problem is, is equipment to driver ratio. See, a lot of guys like to try to pick up their extra days in the middle of the week. And the big day that is very famous that a lot of people like myself try to pick up is Thursday. Unfortunately, we have more drivers that try to sign up for that day than we do trucks. Now, unfortunately, it's not a seniority thing. They do have like a fare based type of system that does a rotation of who gets to you know sign up on Thursdays. Well, Fortunately for me, I have a wife and a daughter that is homeschooled and is always home. So, you know, I can make a, I could be off on a Thursday, Friday and not really be worried about it. But what I'm going to do is, um, I, the way I'm going to set up my schedule here is, uh, every other week, I'm going to be working Friday and Saturdays as my two extra days. So then the other, every other week I'll have Thursday, Friday, Saturday off. So I told him 
on those weekends that I have my three day weekends, I said, I'd be more than happy to come over on your show, um, you know, at 9 p.m. And, and be on with you, you know, or 8 p.m. or whatever. So I'm not on too late because I like to make sure that you know, I have some time with my wife in the evening. And, you know, we because we usually like to do like family movie nights where our daughter likes to cuddle in and in our bed and we'll watch a movie together and have snacks, you know, whatever. But uh, but yeah, I told myself, I think that'd be nice to do once a month and see, I would do this all day long once a month because it's with somebody who is in the assembly. He's somebody that's very well rooted and knowledgeable in common law. See, this is why I kind of shied away from, um, excuse me, let me clear my throat again. This is one of the reasons why I shied away doing shows with other people, namely, of course, Donna, you know, that I had on every Friday. I was on her show every every week for two hours. So every Friday, collectively, I was spending about three hours behind the mic. And we were talking about mainly just not really stuff that I really cared to talk about. And I'm not saying that uh, it, to be a certain way. What I'm saying is the whole purpose of me being behind this mic is, you know, I'll, everything has to be rooted around God, uh, health and wellness. Um, and, 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 you know, how to fortify the family, but also I would like to talk about the assembly. I mean, that's one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to start the podcast is to really push information about the national assembly, God's word first, and then everything assembly. Whenever we were having conversations, we were talking everything de facto and different things that were happening in the world. And quite frankly, it was just topics that people already heard about. You're already reading it on gateway punning. You're already hearing it on other podcasts. And what is another podcast? talking about you know the same stuff i don't want to pair and repeat all the crap that's out there i'd like this is why i like kurt because he doesn't just go he, he doesn't just he touches on current events yes but he doesn't dwell on it and make a whole show of it he brings everything back to common law he talks about law he talks about what we need to go back to he educates people he doesn't put fear in people and that is something that I can align with. Okay. And I'm not saying Donna puts fear in people, but again, the, the conversations just for me personally, I just felt like wasn't moving the needle as far as getting education out there in, in knowledge about the national assembly. I just, so I had to kind of separate myself from, from that. And more importantly, a lot of it had to do again with time. I was spending three hours doing this every Friday and I was robbing my family of time for three hours sometimes on my only day off. So as you can imagine, guys, that's the other biggest reason, really, honestly, is because I wanted more time with my family. Because again, if I lose my family, then everything else that I'm doing with the assembly, with this podcast is all in vain, right? So can't, I can't, I just can't do that. Um, so anyways, um, when I get that audio from Kirk's Law Corner, uh, when I get that, I'm going to post it as a separate show. It's just going to be audio. Obviously, it's not going to be the video, but I will post that on Podbean. Um, but yeah, him and I had a real great conversation. I thought we hit it off great. It seems like everybody played nice in the chat. I mean, he's got a great audience. So if anybody over there uh, at Kirk's Law Corner that listens on a regular basis and you're over here listening to the download, I want to say you guys are an excellent crowd. You guys are an excellent audience. And I was very humbled and just really honored to be on his show because I know what it's like to invite somebody on your platform when you hardly ever have guests. Cause if you heard him yesterday, he said, I never have guests. And I get very leery about inviting people on my show as well, because you just don't know what someone's going to say. You don't know if they're going to ask you questions. That's going to put you on a spot to try to make you say something to use against you later. 
And you got to be very careful with those people. I think Kirk kind of felt me out and kind of realized, hey, this guy is definitely one of us and he's not an infiltrator, which I'm definitely not. But anyways, remember, tune in tomorrow because speaking of infiltration, I got a document that I'm going to read that, uh, again, Elon Musk, um, you know, put out there. Now, again, you can feel a certain way about Elon Musk, but what he posted is very, very important. And it's something that I think a lot of assemblies need to listen to so they know what to look for when they're in their in-person meetings or their conference calls. Okay. And it's going to be a very quick show, probably about a half hour. I'm not going to make it a long, drawn-out hour, hour and 10-minute thing, maybe 40 minutes at max. But, yeah, make sure you listen in tomorrow, 7 p.m. Um, and I will try to do a Bible podcast tomorrow uh, in the morning. just depends on how late we get back home today. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this Bible podcast right now. So, um, let's see. I'm looking at the chat board. Uh, da, 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 da. let's see here. So there's let's see, Oscar. Let's see here. Oscar was asking, were you discussing the presentation info today or another day? Oh, that's going to be tomorrow. Yep. Uh, Rietta says, good morning. Actually, she she just says morning, morning. Uh, Patriot Beagle says, I like the telegram setup. Yeah, that was really nice. Uh, Rietta says it was a great show last night. Oscar says plus one, the telegram setup. Yep. Uh, Rietta says, and he asked you to do it on a regular basis. Nice job. Yeah, that was awesome. So I, I was really honored that he said that Rietta says, she also says, I just woke up. It's early here. Well, get your chocolate tea, Rietta, get your chocolate tea. <laughs> My wife wants me to stop to get her uh green tea before we, you know, after we head out of the house to go to our state meeting, she's like, I need a green tea. I said, you can get a green tea. Let's get a green tea. So <laughs> anyways, okay, we're coming down to the two minute mark. So I'm going to cancel out this. So I'm not hearing some annoying um, alarm in my ear and in your ear because it is attached to the mixing board. So let's say a quick prayer. Heavenly Father, just want to say thank you so very much for the time together. And thank you for the awesome uh, night last night uh, on Kirk's Law Corner. We had a great dialogue, great conversation. And this is what you get when you get the meeting of the minds, people that are rooted in you, God, rooted in Christ. Um, I could tell he's a man of God. You know, I, I applaud Kirk for everything that he has done. Thank you for working in his life and giving him the call that helps educate people in common law. And thank you for all that he's doing. And we pray for much success for his state assembly. I know he's got a meeting today. They think he's almost at 35 people. So that's just another step closer to uh, gaining back our freedom and our sovereignty and becoming a self-governed body in this country once again. I'm so very, very excited for what's to come. As they say, nothing can stop what is coming. And what is coming is we the people with you at the top of the throne, God. And we love you. We glorify you. We come to you and we humble ourselves. We ask for repentance of our transgressions and our sins, both knowing and unknowing sins. Please forgive us. And we ask for a repentance on behalf of this nation. We will right this ship as long as you give us another chance. Let us show you what kind of people you raised up here. We will not disappoint you. I promise you. As you made a promise to us, as you made a covenant with us, we support that covenant and return that covenant back. We, we, we just ask that you guide our footsteps every step of the way. And we pray all this in your awesome Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. 
Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. I tell you what, this is going to be an excellent year. I know we're only in March, and yes, there's a lot of stuff happening, but you know what? It's going to be a good year. It's going to be a real good year. Let's see, Oscar was just saying right here in the chat board, HHL plus KLC, breaking, circling the walls of Jericho. Amen. Rietta says, blow the shofars today. I have one and I blow it often. Praying for all your state meetings. Thank you for that, Rietta. Oscar also says here at the end, penetrate the programming. That's right. We're going to break the matrix. And then Patriot Beagle says, break. Yeah, he just said that. As I said, that's so funny. He says, break the matrix. As I said it, it came across. That is so funny. Break the matrix, baby. Break the matrix. You know what? Real quick before I leave, because I uploaded a bunch of new uh, stuff uh, to play uh, like on my soundboard. Uh, where is that? You know, I got to play this. See, so many people want the truth, but you know, here's the thing. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. That's right. Most people can't handle the truth. They cannot handle the truth. And so then they end up being very, very rude to you. And that's when you have to say, don't be rude. Yep. Don't be rude. That's right. You got to say, don't be rude folks. Okay. Look, just because you can't believe the truth doesn't mean you have to be rude and, and resort to name calling. And that's when you have to go and say, you are fake news. Yep. Go ahead. You are fake news. Get out of here. And so with that, we will say. So I'm going to leave now. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. 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 I'm out of here. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye 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 bye. Thank you very much for coming. Appreciate it. Bye bye. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Go have a good day. Bye. Bye. Bing bing. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye to Iowa. Bye bye and to other places. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye folks. Bye bye folks. That's it. Bye bye. Wave goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 See you sometime. Bye-bye. Good luck. Bye-bye. Have fun. Bye-bye. We're leaving. Bye. Enjoy yourself. Bye-bye. Enjoy yourself. We're leaving. Bye. Bye-bye. Got to get on the plane. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, darling. Bye-bye, Frank. You're a wonderful guy. Bye, everybody. I can go home now. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. I'm going. I'll go to Turnberry. I'll go someplace that I own, and I'll enjoy my life, and that's the end of that. Bye-bye. We're finished. <laughs> We're finished. Goodbye, everybody, and that's the end. And everyone says, oh, that was fine. Bye, Felicia. That's right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you're at in the world, have a good day, good night, and we will see you back here tomorrow morning. And thank you, Rietta. I will try to do, uh, she says, drive, have a safe drive too. Hope Katie enjoys the meeting also. Um, you know, it's so funny. I'm just going to part ways with this comment. They always say, people always say, drive safe. But you know what? To, to, I, to that, I say, I am going to drive fast and take chances. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. And suddenly, a great tempest arose on the sea so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. 
Then his disciples came to him and awoke him. Lord, save us. We perish. Why are you fearful? Oh, you of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea.